This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. Hi everyone, this is Delfina Correa from Be Made Whole and the John Maxwell team. Over the last few weeks, we've been talking about um, how you can test your dream to um, establish the chances of your dream coming to pass. This series has been uh, based on the book by John Maxwell, Put Your Dream to the Test. Now, over the last few weeks, we asked certain questions so that we could um, uh, address different parts of our dream and our mindset towards our dream. And we also gave a lot of tips on how you could um, apply certain principles to help you and just to move you closer to your dream. Today, the question we're going to ask is the cost question. Am I willing to pay the price for my dream? Sarah Bam Brethnach said, Always remember that striving and struggle come before success, even in the dictionary. You see, in order for you to reach success or let's say reach your dream, there's gotta be there's gonna be hard work, there's gonna be challenges. This is part of the journey. This is why we're addressing the cost question. You see, you can pay too much for your dream, and we'll address that as well today. But there are certain prices that you have to pay, or there's just going to be zero chance that your dream will come to pass. And we're going to address each one. So the question is, what price will you pay? Well, I've got some good news for you, and I've got some bad news for you. The good news is that the dream is free. But the bad news is that the journey isn't. At some point, you have to make the transition from being a believer of the dream to being a buyer of the dream. That is the difference. We believe a dream, but when we buy the dream, that's, that's when the cost part comes into play. You see, you must realize that the dream must be paid sooner than you think. We sometimes think, you know, I'm just going to get started and it'll get difficult later on. But no, you start to pay the minute you start moving. If you've already started pursuing your dream, then you know exactly what that means. You started to pay the price right in the beginning. Because as soon as um, you start the journey pursuing your dream, the price suddenly becomes an issue. And why is that? Well, the price uh, is... a uh, with the minute you confess a dream, then uh, the price is the conflicts. You know, suddenly I've got to change things. Suddenly you realize you've got to change certain habits. You've got to let go of things. You know, it's almost like you could say it creates a conflict and crisis. When we start to move, the minute you, 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 you almost announce to yourself, this is my dream, and then you start moving, that's when all these things come into play. And in the beginning, the price is mostly mental. It's mostly emotional and uh, maybe financial, not always financial in the beginning, but there's definitely a mental and emotional price that you pay. And it's right at the beginning, from the start. Also remember that the price will be higher than you expect. You know, I've never once spoken to a successful person uh, and, uh, and they said something like, you know, getting to the top was much easier than I anticipated. I've never even heard uh, successful people say things like, you know, I was just on my journey and then one day I woke up and there I was. I reached my dream. Nobody says things like that. Oh, I didn't see it coming. 
you, uh, that just doesn't happen in real life. I believe the reason why we don't know the cost before we begin pursuing our dream, it's actually because if we knew the cost, we probably wouldn't even take the first step. We wouldn't even start the journey. If I think of my own life, there are certain um, decisions I made which were part of my journey. And if I knew the price I was going to pay beforehand, I would never have, I would have just said, no, let someone else do it. Or no, I'll just skip it. I would bypass. uh, uh, Because on the journey, I saw the price was much higher than what I anticipated. Another thing about the price, the cost of a dream is that the price that you must pay you're going to pay more than once. You, you know, you don't embark on on uh, a journey to your dream and you pay the price in the beginning and after that it's just plain sailing all the way. It just doesn't happen. You're going to pay that price over and over. The payments uh, that are required for reaching your dream will never stop. The dream journey continues only if you keep paying the price. The moment you stop paying, then... Uh, that you actually stop on the journey. You got to keep on paying the price. And the greater the price you pay, the more, or the more, uh, the greater the dream, at least, the more you're going to have to give up and the more, the bigger price you're going to have to pay. But here's the, the, here's the, the upside. The greater the joy that you will feel when you finally reach your dream. The greater the investment, the greater the emotional return. The bigger your dream is if you keep pursuing it until you start to see results, the bigger the joy is, the more the joy is and the fulfillment that you will get out of it. Now, here's a very important fact uh, to note that it is possible to pay too much for your dream. As I mentioned in the beginning, you can pay too much. Now, this is this can so easily happen. How many people do you know who've, who've become very successful, say, in business, but their family relationships have just fallen apart? How many people do you know who've become very well known, but uh, uh, they've uh, the, their um, all the money they made was used in the wrong way, and it ended up harming them more than anything else? Maybe harming their health, or you know, maybe they got on drugs, or you know, there are so many people who have paid too much for their dream. So here's some good advice, which I I believe is good to consider right in the beginning. Uh, maybe it's good to make a short list of the things you will not pay for your dream. Things like uh, values, certain values that you're not willing to compromise. Things like health. What about family? These are all things you've got to think about. And I believe if you make a list, if uh, if you make a list right at the beginning, these this list becomes, um, you could say they, uh, the list becomes your boundaries. And these are the boundaries that you are not going to step over. Um, if you've already begun pursuing your dream and you've already recognized, well, there's some things that you've done that have actually cost you that are not that you don't want to give up. Things like maybe health, maybe your health has already been affected if you've been pursuing your dream. You know what? You can change that now. You can put that boundary in place and begin to turn it around so that you don't eventually begin to see the negative impact. Of paying too much for the dream. Also, remember the price of your dream uh, in the uh, in in um, in pursuing your dream that there is a price of dealing with criticism that you have to recognize. I want to just expound a bit on that. 
um, the criticism that is worth taking, it's from people who matter. So we're going to talk a little bit about that. Um, when should you listen and when should you ignore the criticism that you get that and, and the things that other people say, the comments that they make? Which critics count and which don't? Here are some uh, tips that you can take. Five points, five kind of people that you should listen to when they have something to say that could be negative or could be a kind of a criticism or maybe a constructive criticism. But this is when you should listen. You should listen to the critic when you are unconditionally loved by the person who criticizes you. In other words, after they've given you their opinion, it might disagree with you, but uh, after that, they still accept you. They don't reject you because they have a different opinion. They don't look down on you because you see things differently or because you don't accept what they say, maybe. You know, they might say something you don't agree. They continue to support you. Uh, the second point about uh, the kind of critic you should listen to is that when the criticism is not tainted by his or her personal agenda. You see, people have agendas. For instance, um, someone can try to demean you in a work environment. Uh, if you're aiming for a promotion, they might want that promotion and they might try to dissuade you from applying by telling you that it's that you, you're not capable, you know, or look at what you did there. You know, you're never going to be able to do that. And, and they might try to stop you because they have their own agenda. Another kind of personal agenda uh, is a, a little bit more subtle. It's people who themselves are inferior and they tend to um, say, uh, they tend to be negative when you share things about your dream or even when you ask advice, you know, they, um, they, uh, they feel inferior, so they don't want you to feel better or be better. So for them to feel better about themselves, they tend to talk down, talk you down when you talk about your dream. Um, the, uh, I call that a personal agenda, but it's almost like you could say it's an unintentional personal agenda because those are people who've got their own hurts. So when people have a, their own agenda, then it's not a good person to get advice from if you find that they are competing with you. The third kind of person that you want to take uh, criticism from is the person who is not naturally critical of everything. You know, you get some people, you know, um, no matter what you say, they, they are the fault finders, the criticizers. They find fault with everything. And you can't actually get good advice from them because they're never going to see the possibilities. And people like that, um, one day when they, when they give you a criticism, you never really know if it's accurate or not because, well, they always like that. You know, when, when are they right and when aren't they? You know, I believe if you know someone who's not critical and they come to you and they warn you about something and say, listen, I don't think you should do that. Uh, this could be a problem. And, and they begin to give you some constructive criticism. I will listen to that person because I know that person's not normally critical. So they must be seeing something. Here. And if they're seeing something that I'm missing, then I want to see it. The next kind of person you want to listen to, if, if they have something negative to say, is the person who will continue giving support even after giving advice. They might give you advice and and you d disagree with them, but that person won't just uh, ignore you after that or throw out the whole idea. They will continue to try to help you. So in other words, they say they would say like, I know you don't agree with this, but, you know, just, you know, check that and make sure of that. Just make sure that that's OK. They will always try to warn you or help you despite you maybe not accepting their advice. They 
they're always it's it's the two people, the ones that always accept you that we mentioned in the beginning, and then the ones that will continue to support you even though they disagree or they see that this is not going to be good. They will try to support you. The last kind of person that you want to listen to when they have something to say or something negative to say about maybe decisions you want to make or about your dream is when he or she has knowledge and success in the area of criticism. Uh, These are the ones that have been there and they've done that. You know, it's always good to speak to other people who've been where you are now because they can help you. They can share their experiences that they might see some possible pitfalls that you are not seeing because they've already been on that road. Um, I say, you know, my my father always used to say, if you can learn from other people's mistakes, then you're a champion. These are the kind of people who will help you. You can learn from their mistakes. Another point on uh, um, the cost of the dream is remember that the price uh, of overcoming your fears is something that you've got to be willing to pay. See, all dreams, when we launch out into our dreams, they are outside of our comfort zone. And when we leave our comfort zone, the the price that we pay is the price of like we don't know what to do. You know, we're not sure. The fear of that not working. And there's always that fear that's going to come your way. And stepping out of your comfort zone always comes with that um, with those thoughts trying to stop you. Uh, Jack Canfield, in his uh, book on success principles, he, he spoke, uh, he wrote this about the comfort zone. He said, think of your comfort zone as a prison you live in, a largely self-created prison. It consists of a collection of cons, musts, mustn'ts, uh, knots, and all kinds of other unfounded beliefs that are formed from negative thoughts and decisions that you've made throughout your life, the accumulated experiences of your life. They've been reinforced. And um, it beca- that is like a kind of a prison. Every fear that you have is like a bar of that prison. It keeps you in the comfort zone. It holds you there. But living fearlessly is different. Uh, living fearlessly is not the same as um, never being afraid. Because the fear comes to everybody. What's not good is to live in fear and to allow the fear to dictate your choices and you allow the fear to define who you are. When you're living fearlessly, it means that you stand up to that fear. You resist that fear. You refuse to let it shape you, define you. You refuse to let it uh, direct your decisions. When you live fearlessly, it it means that uh, you can take risks at times. Sometimes you're going to take a gamble. I'm not talking about being irresponsible. I'm just saying there are times that you're not sure if something's going to work and you take the chance. Uh, Living fearlessly means not playing it safe. Playing it safe, that's there in that prison of the comfort zone. Those bars are holding you there. So when you live fearlessly, it means that you refuse to take no for an answer when you know your answer should be yes. It means that you refuse to settle for less than what is your due, what is yours by right, and what is yours by the sweat of your labor. All the effort that you put, you know the effort you've put in, and when you know you deserve that result that you're aiming for, then you don't accept no for an answer, and that is living fearlessly. When that fear comes, you resist it, and you continue to move. Remember, you're not alone. Fear comes to everybody. But fear is not a good uh, master. We can't allow fear to dictate our decisions. 
another price uh, that you need to pay to pursue your dream is the price of, I'm going to say two four-letter words now. For some people, it's they are terrible words. They would call them the four-letter words. Uh, and that is hard work. Uh, someone once said, it's hard to be 100% better than your competition. But you can be 1% better in 100 ways. I'm going to give you a few ideas on that just so you can get the perspective of of hard work. What is hard work really? Is it slaving and toiling? Uh, no, it's not. This is hard work. I will do more than belong. I will participate. Hard work says, I will do more than care. I will help. I will do more than believe. I will practice. I will do more than be fair. I will be kind. I will do more than dream. I will work. I will do more than teach. I will inspire. I will do more than give. I will serve. I will do more than live. I will grow. I will do more than suffer. I will triumph. That's hard work. Hard work, you could say it's just going the extra mile. Going the extra mile will always make you stand out from the rest. I'd like to leave you with this thought today on the cost of the dream. Most people achieve the level of their dream based on the price they're willing to pay. And most people stop their dream when the price gets too high. Are you willing to pay the price? Are you willing to push through and not to let go of your dream? To pay the price that needs to be paid, but at the same time, remember those boundaries? Not paying too much for your dream? There's a difference between paying too much and the price seeming too high. Stay within your boundaries, but don't give up. Pay the price. Because when you pay the price, those important factors that I've mentioned, when you pay those that price, those prices, <laughs> then you will reach your dream. This is Delfina Correa from Be Made Whole and the John Maxwell team. Uh, please continue uh, tuning in every week as we continue with uh, putting your dream to the test. If you want to know more about what I do, you can go to bemadewhole.co.za. There you will find the books that I've written that you're welcome to purchase online. And there are also the courses that I give on personal development, John Maxwell courses that I'm licensed to give, and also um, my own personal development course. Please feel free to contact me on the contact form. I would love to hear from you. And join me again next week as we continue our journey in putting your dream to the test. Thank you very much. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.